Fulham FC. Tough, tough, tough night on Friday night. Wolverhampton Wanderers, a guy who hasn't scored for over a year. I That's mean, the Fulham way. I just don't know what to make of it. What, what did you think of it? You are the Fulham man. Tell us about well, it. Well, let me tell you something. Um, it was actually Fulham that revived Lazarus, not Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is what we do. He hadn't scored for, was it 16 months? Yeah. The other day, Trezeguet. He scored twice, and I, I think he hadn't scored in... He had the worst shots-to-goals ratio, I think, in the whole Premier League. Wow. Um, to be honest, even if Traore had not scored, it wouldn't have made much difference to our survival hopes. Um, even without the Newcastle win, mm. I didn't think a point would be enough. Uh, we have to start winning matches, and no. we... The winnable ones that we had, Villa, Leeds and Wolves, uh, we got zero points out of. So yeah. what hope is there? Um, and now we've got to face Arsenal. We've got to go to Old Trafford. We've got to go to Stamford Bridge. Um, this is very predictable. This is exactly what we expected, to be honest. So um, no surprise. It's just that when it happens, it's not nice. No. And uh, I, I think Newcastle will pick up more points as well. They still have to pay, play Sheffield United at home, so that will be another three points. Yep. So I think uh, that's it for us. Yeah, well, we'll see. As, oh, as, that... uh, um, what's his name? Uh, as he says, uh, that's all, folks. You know, the, the, the Looney Tunes character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. No, it's the pig, isn't it? That he says that's all. Folks. Oh, is it the pig? Yeah. Okay, Porky Pig. Porky Pig, that's it, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Well, listen, Parkinson said he'll find the end. Um, but the stats don't lie, do they, Dimitri? What's your thoughts on the Fulham situation? Oh, it did seem like it is over. Especially considering how the goal was scored. Not even the fact that Traore scored that goal because he assisted in the previous game, I think, for Wolves. So uh, against Western. So he, he's trying all the time. Yeah, he, he hasn't scored for a long time. But uh, the goal he had in the cup, and then I think it was him who hit the bar against Leeds and then the ball just went off the back of uh, Ilan Millier into the goal. So, And in that particular situation, of course, Fulham tried to get a winning goal. But the question here is who would get that winning goal? And we exchanged messages with Carlos and he again mentioned the son of the owner who made all those transfer decisions. But, you know, in the halftime, there's an interesting incident because a goal for uh, Wolves was chucked off after VR found an offside in a very good flowing yeah. move. And you actually, you couldn't say it was an offside. But then Scott Parker went over to the assistant who didn't raise the flag and said, do your job, do your job. I was like, but yeah. even with VR, it is just like that. Why would you go and say that? It's not like it was an obvious mistake. But then you realize, well, he's under pressure. He's nervous. And that's why it happens. He reacts to everything. And he had the second half... And he had Mitrovic on the pitch, who, well, even though he scored against Sustainville and he had all those goals for Serbia, it's, it's a totally different team, a different situation. He's not a leader at the moment. 
And then you have Josh Meyer coming on. Well, he's okay. But again, do you remember when I think it was still Steve Bruce who signed Christophe Dugarry for Birmingham City? The World Cup winner. And the guy just helped the team. He scored the goals. He stayed up. That's the signing. I'm not saying they were supposed to sign a World Cup winner, but that's the kind of signing that helps your team in those particular months when it's really difficult, someone with an experience, someone who can get you goals. And whatever they're trying to do, even if it's okay in the middle of the pitch. Again, Loftus-Cheek, they had hopes for him. For, yeah. for a while, he was okay, but now you look at him, he seems to be lost. He doesn't influence uh, the, the, let's say whatever happens in the final third. He doesn't influence the attack as much as he well, is supposed to when he's on loan. Again, it's not even important that he's on loan from Chelsea. He, just, he is a good player. But in this particular situation, he's not helping much. So what is left is probably, I don't know, Anthony Robinson going forward and doing something with Lukman. And Lukman was missing in this game. So... In the end, it comes down to this: who will get you those goals? And Fulham yeah. simply just don't seem to have that play. There was one moment when Angisa went down the left, got past the fullback, and he looked up to cross the ball. There were five Wolves defenders, not a single white shirt. Because sometimes, obviously, like all centre forwards, Mitrovic will come out to join the uh, build-up so when he does that no one no one goes forward into the penalty area thinking we've got to make up for his absence in the penalty area yeah um there should have been at least three bodies in the penalty area when Angisa made that run but no um all it takes is for anyone to score one goal and they've beaten us 24 mm. goals in 32 matches now, you can blame the players, you can say they're not good enough, but at the end of the day, who puts together that squad? Yeah. That's what you have to think about. And for years, we've been managing, barely, with just one striker, Mitrovic. I mean, who wants to go into a season with just one striker? And now in January, we've got Josh Meyer. Are you going to tell me that there was no one in Europe better than Josh Meyer? I'm not blaming Josh Meyer again. I'm blaming the person that signs these players. Was there no one more reliable, a more reliable goal scorer with better experience at the top level in all of Europe that would not be prepared to go to a Premier League club? Was that the best he could do? And when I say he, I, I mean Tony Khan. Yeah. You know, it's true. I mean, look. Yeah, they come in even, there's a lot of players always, experienced players that always come out of contract. You may have been sitting around and they, they may have been able to do a job for you. There's no two ways about it. But Scott Parker's still talking as if you're going to fight to the end. Okay, you still got a few games left. Yeah, on paper, it doesn't look good, mainly because you're losing games, you're not drawing games now. And it's, it's probably more than likely that it will happen. But if it doesn't, that would be nothing short of a miracle, let's be honest. Uh, the, and I think our friend, our mutual friend, Vartan, made it uh, obvious that, you know, for you as a Fulham team, you actually had a chance. That Liverpool game, 
was like seemed to be the turning point. And then you had the Leeds and the Wolves game, obviously, and, and it seemed to just fall to pieces. So I'm just trying to understand why, forget the going forward, because we know that you've had problems going forward. Why defensively did you collapse? Why has there been a collapse in that situation? I'm just trying to understand why that happened. You know, and, and this is open for both of you. Dimitro? Yeah, well, I, I think it's natural for a team in this situation when you're struggling, when uh, you're fighting for survival, um, to have those kind of things happen. Now and again, because, okay, you, you don't get the goals and then you have to keep the concentration and try not to lose the game. And sometimes it's just too much. Against Villa, it seemed to be okay. They got a goal after the terrible mistake by an opponent. I not saying they were cruising to a victory, but they seem to be coping well. And then, just in a flash, it was a quick brace uh, for Villa, and the game was over. And Adarabioya, who was quite reliable, lost the ball in a simple situation. So that's the accumulation of uh, fatigue, more of a mental fatigue, even not even probably physical, because Adarabioya will He's a monster if we talk about the physical preparation and all that. But that's just a mental thing that just happens to the teams down there. And we can see it through in other games that involve teams like Newcastle, like West Brom. I'm not even talking yeah. about Sheffield United. It's something like that. It, it, it is always there. And you have to... Look, even West Ham in those three last games, yeah. we're playing some great football. They score three goals. And what happens when they concede the first one? It's crazy, isn't it? So, yeah, no, I agree with that. Mental mental strength is required, definitely at this level. Carlos? It's exactly what Dimitro says. You know, as a defender, that if you concede one, that's probably game over. So the tension you're under is huge. I don't think the defence has been that bad, to be honest. Um, I don't think we can talk about a, a collapse, really. Um, yes, we conceded three against Manchester City. Uh, but most teams do. Um, it's true that there were mistakes in that game that allowed Manchester City to score. But again, against Villa, uh, it all happened in the last 10 minutes. Even though I must say that throughout the game, we kept leaving someone unmarked in the penalty area. And there were occasions when that player who was free had a header and their poor finishing didn't allow them to score earlier. But we got to the last 10 minutes, 1-0 up, and then suddenly it, it, it just went mad um, to concede three in the last 10 minutes. That is the kind of thing that happens to a team doomed to relegation. Um, mm. And against Wolves, there was nothing serious at the back, I think. We were coping. But again, it was just the pressure of not scoring. Um if, if, if you don't get goals, you're not going to win matches. Uh, and uh, and it's as simple as that. Um, whenever Fulham play, you watch the game and you know that it's going to be a huge, huge struggle. If they do manage to score, just, you know, incredibly, because it's always a surprise, you know there's not going to be a second. Right. You know there's not going to be a second. So that's it. Um under those circumstances, I think it's impossible. Something has to really change dramatically in the next few games 
for us to start picking up points. Now, Parker's talking very bravely. He has to do it. He can't give up. He has to say, we're going to fight till the end. What else can a manager say? And the players will try. I mean, it was surprising to see that some players walked off the pitch crying against Wolves. Yeah. Lamina, there's a picture of Lamina. He's on loan. Mm. And, you know, they're crying. They care. But sometimes when you care that much about something, it's counterproductive. It works against you. And I know about it because it happened to my team yesterday. We cared too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got hammered. Um, so, yes, you have to have the right balance between caring but keeping a cool head. Yeah, no, I agree. And the look at the situation where going forward, and let's just assume that things are looking bleak and you do go down and, and Fulham do go down and a lot of players, as I've, as I've highlighted here, are on loan. And you've, you've alluded to already um, from various parts of Europe and, and other reaches. So there's talk of Sessegnon coming back, obviously a great player for you at one point um, on loan from Tottenham. Um, but obviously you've got a lot of low needs. So there's a couple of questions here for you. First of all, um, do most loanies stay? And do Fulham come back up at the first asking, just like the Watfords and the Norwiches? What's your thoughts, Dimitri? Well, if we look at Norwich, a lot of players who were supposed to go stayed. Yeah. Samu Puki is there, he's scoring goals, Tokantel is there, and we, we can go on. And basically, the squad hasn't changed that much. At least not as much as was expected. The manager stayed, yeah, and the club itself. Well, they were well run, so it didn't affect them that much. Mm. Watford, well, they had to change the manager, and I think yeah. Chisco Munoz being probably a revelation of the season, considering what is uh, happening to the team. But also, you have the parachute payments yeah. that are helping you. And Fulham, I just don't see all those lone players staying in the championship. First of all, it's a financial uh, thing. Uh, would you pay them the same money they own in the championship? No, you can't. So probably you have to rebuild the squad. You have to rely on some of the players that have been there before in the championship, but you also have to get new players and probably you have to get them from championship sides, maybe even league one sides. There are some good players in there as well. But again, it depends on the strategy. And when Carlos mentions Tony Khan, he, he doesn't do it because he wants to mention him without any particular reason. If that is the guy who is behind the rebuilding of the squad, then Fulham might be in trouble. Mm. Yeah. Carlos? I, I can't agree more. Um, mm. The Lonies will not stay. It's one thing to keep players who are signed, who are under contract, like Norwich managed to. But Loneys, why would they stay? Also, Areola was at Real Madrid last season, is a Paris Saint-Germain player. He's not going to play in the championship. Mm. Anderson. Anderson uh, belongs to Lyon. He played in the uh, Champions League semi-final. He was a substitute, but he came on last season. Uh, his performances have been good enough to encourage another Premier League club to sign him. So he'll be off. So the, the good loanees will, will go. Um, and then as 
Dimitra said, who is going to be in charge of the rebuilding process? Mm. Now, if it's Tony Khan, and it will be Tony Khan, anything could happen. Um, because the man doesn't know football, he doesn't understand football. And the problem is when you no, nobody has an obligation to know everything. But you should be intelligent enough to know that when you are lacking in a particular department, you trust someone else and you delegate so that someone else does what you are unable to do. He actually thinks he's doing a good job because he brags about it on Twitter. Right. And what he has done so far couldn't have been worse. I mean, we got promoted. Our promotion season was not a good season. We lost about six games at home. Barnsley, who were safe by the skin of their teeth, did the double over us. But the championship, people always say how good it is. It's a very bad division. It's exciting, but the quality is bad. So even when you have a bad season, you can get into the playoffs. You can. We've seen teams do it apart from Fulham and Fulham did. And okay, they managed to come through the playoffs, but it wasn't the result of good planning of a good um, squad being put together. I think Parker was starting also to show that he is a good manager towards the end of the season. And that helped. But would I trust Tony Khan with my football club? No, I want him to go. Just stick to your wrestling. <laughs> stick to your wrestling and your American football and leave us alone. Because, you see, not only is he playing with supporters sentiments but what i don't understand is that how intelligent can the man be when you are actually ruining your own business as a businessman he should be looking to improve his business not to take it down of course maybe his thinking is parachute payment promotion parachute payment promotion maybe he doesn't care about relegation because he knows that the parachute payments will financially make Fulham safe. So that could be on his mind. Maybe he doesn't care. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. And uh, we've seen a lot of Americans in the uh, the Premier League and only really Liverpool really have, have seen a significant focus in that matter. I mean, Arsenal's one of the teams we've seen a uh, lack of focus there as well and lack of experience helping them out. So. I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. So, look, we're, good luck to Fulham. We'll see what happens. We, we know it's probably the end, but um, we'll see what happens and, and hopefully fight to the end and, and leave the Premier League with the head held high or miracle may happen. 